what are some common pitfalls for somebody who's just getting into the short-term rental space? Like what are things to avoid? I think one of the top things to avoid as a first time Airbnb or short-term rental investor would be to buy into the hype and just think that uh, if you buy short-term rentals, you're going to do great, especially Mm -hmm. in 2024 and beyond. And I think that the reason is because it used to be very, very easy to buy pretty much any um, house in mm-hmm. a, the right market, the right neighborhood, and put IKEA furniture in it. <laughs> no, no offense to IKEA, <laughs> but uh, and then basically make uh, two, three x more than a net cash flow than a long term rental. So mm. those days are gone. So a lot of people still think because of just looking at maybe old YouTube videos or. Um, looking at older content, they're thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to be so easy. They're mm-hmm. listening to podcasts. But really, you have to understand how to run it as a hospitality professional you, mm-hmm. because you're basically running a, the world's smallest hotel at that point and understanding that you have to have a hospitality bone in your body mm-hmm. and you have to understand design. You have to get the marketing right. So when it comes to hospitality specifically, like what are like key things that every Airbnb or every you know small hotel host needs to do in order to create a great experience? Um, I think a lot of people forget that at the end of the day, the bed is very important. So, <laughs> so I feel true. like so many people try to skimp on the mattress yes. quality or the sheets or the bed frame, oh which is gosh. so important because yeah. I've definitely seen so many first-time um, operators get the wor- world's worst bed frame. I and bet, yeah. uh, I'm just like, that's going to last maybe a month. If so, if For that. sure. Yeah. So. I like, I can think to when I'm staying at Airbnbs and some of the most memorable ones are the ones where I've had just like a terrible mattress. Like I sleep poorly. I'm like, dude, the, the pillows are rough. Like, mm-hmm. right, um, so that's huge. And when I think about like my most luxurious hotel stays, they always have like some of the best mattresses. Um, so I think that's something very much overlooked. So I would agree with that. But what else is there? So like, I got to get a good mattress. What are other keys to creating a great experience? I think right now, um, it's not just a great place to rest your head anymore. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are booking short-term rentals over hotels for that unique stay mm-hmm. experience. So you can't just offer a house. It shouldn't look like uh, a lot of people are dabbling and flipping or long-term rentals and short-term rentals and mid-term rentals at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they kind of treat everything with the same um, lens. But that's a really bad way to look at things. And mm-hmm. so I think that you have to treat short-term rentals like short-term rental business. And that key is basically focusing on the design and experience. So mm-hmm. to provide that, you have to come up with a theme and stick to it. So one of the main mistakes is that a lot of people try to cheap out and not hire an interior designer. Mm-hmm. And then they end up just putting together a lot of furniture that is really random and doesn't really look like they belong together. Yeah, that makes sense. And so for somebody who doesn't have an interior design background, might not necessarily have the budget to go bring somebody like yourself mm-hmm. or an interior des- like designer on, mm-hmm. like how can I easily, like for me example, I have like very minimal mm-hmm. personal interior design skills. Mm-hmm. How can I bring somebody on or how can I like find those resources to create like a great environment? So 
Let me preface that uh, it should be just like renovation. Um, a design should be in part of your budget. Mm-hmm. So like hire, let's say if you're doing a major renovation, it's not like you can just skimp on hiring an architect, let's say. So mm-hmm. I think if you're doing short-term rentals in 2023 and beyond, 2024 and beyond, um, hiring someone even just as a virtual design consultant should already be included in your budget. And if the numbers do not work, don't buy that deal, mm-hmm. first of all. Love it. Especially if you do not <laughs> have a design bone in your body and you yeah. don't have like someone else <laughs> in your immediate circle that you can lean on to help mm-hmm. you uh, I definitely think that you just have to budget that in the second thing is that if let's say you already have something and you just want to try short-term rentals or you ended up miscalculating and now you don't have that budget for design I would just probably pick everything in two or three accent colors and stick to that instead of mm. having 10 accent colors <laughs> in the room um, having just one or two and then mm-hmm. keeping everything really neutral. So if you did everything, let's say gray, white, and black, but then you had green mm-hmm. as the accent color, then you just got to stick to green. Yeah. Don't have green and then yellow and then red, <laughs> uh, because you can do something like that if you do have a design, um, mm-hmm. you know, perspective. But if you do not, it just looks really chaotic. Mm, that makes sense. And talk to me about like one of the biggest lessons or mistakes you've learned or you've made in this space. I think one of the biggest mistakes is uh, a few things. Honestly, one of the first things is that I really didn't ask for help mm. uh, early on uh, or outsource really in that same vein. So a lot of things I just try to do by myself. Um, whether it's when I first bought my house, I didn't really go into hiring a mentor or taking any sort of real estate investing classes or attending any sort of real estate conferences before I bought my first house. Um, and I luckily bought in Austin. So the market appreciation really glossed mm-hmm. over most of my mistakes and I was able still to make profit. But I hired the wrong electrician at my house, basically almost burned down. So that was probably not the great uh, experience because I tried to cheap out on my electrician. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now in my years of experience, I'm like, okay, the cheapest uh, electrician is not always a good thing. Right. So Nine times out of ten, it probably isn't. (laughs) Yeah. And so they're cheap for a reason. Uh And so that's what I learned. Uh, But really, it's just uh, asking for help earlier, whether it's going to real estate conferences and networking Mm -hmm. or is to find your tribe of people who are trying to achieve the same thing that you are or hiring a mentor or a business Mm -hmm. coach or taking classes or any of those, any of the above, really hiring professionals for interior design Mm -hmm. or hiring architects and all those things, you're just going to need help as you scale, like maybe consulting an attorney or maybe consulting a CPA Mm -hmm. and all those things don't find out after the fact that, oh my gosh, I could have saved so much money or I could have, you know, avoided this mistake. For sure. Because the investment that you usually are going to make into like an event, a mentor or whatever is going to be far less than the price you're going to pay and mistakes made, time wasted, um, money wasted. So getting somebody who's going to be able to shorten that gap, I think is so important. 